Bunch of topics to cover. Look who walked in. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How I'm doing? How's your foot? Eh, it's not so good. It hurts like crazy. Look who else is here. Hello, Mark. Here's the disgruntled fiddle player. Tell you what. What? You need to stay off that foot. Why are you even on your foot right now? I'm. I'm standing now. I will sit down. I'm sitting. Very good. That's what you need to do. Tell you what. What? Sitting is fundamental. All right, I will continue sitting. And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture is a drawing between me and it's of me and the wonderful Shelly Shuhart who just walked in. Hello, my friends. It's Shelly Shuhart, gift shop supervisor. Now in the gift shop, we have a lot of wonderful Christmas toys and other souvenirs and paraphernalia that you can get that will remind you about Mike's Daily Podcast. Did you just do a shameless plug on my podcast show, Shelly? Mike Matthews. I mean, there's a gift shop. A cafe anyway. But most of your customers order stuff online. Ah, that's the way of the world, isn't it, Shelly? Uh-huh. All right, thanks, Shelly. Sure, no problem. Go to mikesdailypodcast.com is where you can find all the past shows. I spoke with a friend of mine who is very, he's full of ideas. And we were talking about Mike's Daily Podcast and about podcasting. And he works for a company that uh, has podcasts on it. Like if you do a podcast, you can have your uh, podcast featured on their app and it doesn't cost anything. And he had a bunch of ideas. It was just a total brainstorm session. So look who else is here. 
Oh, Mike, I make the delicious root beer. Oh, boy. Here's the right now. Thank you, Brewmaster. It's great to have you here at Cafe Anyway. 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 The thing is, though, we were discussing about, he goes, you know, we've done a lot of research at the podcast app that I work for, and we have found that you should only do one podcast a week. And I said, well, the the name of the show is Mike's Daily Podcast. I do it daily, except for Saturday. Except for Saturday. That's what I should say to disclaim that. And he said, well, you know what you could do is you could say, hey, I'm Mike and I'm really old now. And so I'll only do one podcast a week. My friend, full of ideas, not so full of tact. Yeah, thanks. I'm old. Thanks, idiot. Uh, Yeah, so thanks for the ideas. No, I see his point. I see his that I shouldn't be doing a podcast every single day. But you know what? I don't see that because the fact is that people will... I'll have just as many listeners listening to that one podcast that I do once a week as I do with the six podcasts I do per week. Up to now 1,509 And he couldn't believe how many podcasts I'd done He goes, that's too many No, it's not too many I get such bad advice from this guy Why do I even listen to him? But he does have a lot of other good ideas Well, and then he tells me You need to streamline your website He's told me that before And then I look at his website And it's just clutter land So, I, you know what? I put on my website Mike'sDailyPodcast.com The necessaries, okay? Everything there is what you need In order to be a, a good Mike's Daily Podcast listener All the questions you, you probably wonder Hey Mike, what is that podcast picture you keep talking about? Well, you'll see it at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Hey Mike, how do I help out the show? Well, there's a PayPal right there You can help us out that way Or that Amazon link if you'd like to help us out that way. So it's all there at mikesdailypodcast.com. And in fact, you can see what Shelly Shuhart looks like at mikesdailypodcast.com. Um, Mike Matthews, that makes me feel really uneasy right now. It's a drawing, Shelly. Okay, whatever. Come to my gift shop and buy some stuff. I'm Shelly Shuhart, the gift shop supervisor. Say something, Mike. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. So my friend's wife... She has a lot of she she doesn't talk much and when she does talk it's always some kind of inspirational saying. Her sentences are in little inspirational sayings. I said bumper stickers earlier to make a note of it. You know how sometimes you put a that's what she's got like bumper sticker talk. She talks in really quick little short I was talking to her about uh, I go, "Hey, so have a great day." And she goes, "Life's an adventure." And I thought, that's true, that's true That's very pointed, uh, interesting observation And a, a f- short sentence And then we're uh, at the, the, she sees uh, Yeah, so she talks very quickly Oh, I said um, something like, you know, Merry Christmas And hope, hopefully if I don't see you, have a great Merry Christmas She goes, you should enjoy every Christmas The children are our future Never stick when you're cleaning your ear Never stick the Q-tip in your ear You want to just stay on the outside Don't park 
on a hill unless you turn the wheels to the in to towards the hill as you're parked downhill. Isn't that how it goes? See, I don't park in San Francisco. I don't. I don't. I'm amazed people that drive to San Francisco every day. I'm lucky. I don't have to do that. But geez. And so I forget what the other things were that. Oh, RT TV. RT. So I'm looking through at my job. It's my jab. And whenever you say the word job, you have to say jab. Because that's what job is. A job is a jab. That's how you have to say it. Okay, so. <laughs> and why am I laughing at that? I don't know. And you know, job also looks like Job. It looks like a book from the Bible. And amen. Because Christmas is coming up soon. Uh, my point being that when you are doing your job, and they have a TV and you're able to watch it because you're doing the weekend shift. And I'm looking through, this is direct TV I'm looking at. They have on several of the channels that I guess they don't have a channel for yet, which, hey, why don't you put a channel on there that I would like to see? I can't think of any right now. They already have Comedy Central. I don't know. Cafe, I don't know. I mean, cafe anyway. Anyway. What? What? Actually on the TV right now, I'm actually watching sports replay, NBC Sports, and they're showing the dog show again. That uh, John O'Hurley, John O'Hurley, I love to be on the television and to talk about dogs. I played Jay Peterman on the Seinfeld show. That's not my best impression. But thank you for the applause. Anyway, at my jam, anyway. they have on uh, DirecTV, and I was looking through all the, the menu, and on like five or six different channels, they had RT. And I'm like, what is RT? Well, if you watch RT, you realize it is really right wing. In fact, RT could be considered the word right, right? Because it's the word right without all the letters in between the R and the T. You could think that, right? But it's actually right. And everybody uses the word right, right? And it's, I, I'm doing it now too. And I got to stop. RT stands for Russian television. This channel that has made it into five or six slots on DirecTV here in the Bay Area is television funded by Russian propaganda. I say it's better to get along with Russia than not. I think that I, yeah, dramatic sound effect there. So what the heck is that? That's crazy. And since when, it's so weird, isn't it? That the whole rush, it all talks about this Russian propaganda is all right wing stuff. It's all like, oh, look what the Democrats are saying about Trump. It's all wrong. Wrong. It's all false. Wrong. Well, it's crazy. Remember back in the day when liberals and Democrats, you, you know, sometimes get called a pinko commie. And oh, you're in league with them Russians, those Ruskies, those Soviets. Well, the Soviet Union collapsed and somewhere along the line, it became a right wing Steve Bannon loving country. So that's where we are now. And RT on all the channels. Oh, that just blows my mind. I watched a little bit of it. They've got, so they've, what they're doing is they're putting a lot of money into it. Russia is, they're set that they have for, for the, the news set that they have is beautiful. It like blows, I sometimes watch Bloomberg TV. It blows their 
set out of the water. It's huge. It's expansive. It's got all these cool technical things. Like they got a TV screen and then behind the screen, there's more TV screens and they can change everything, make things nicely complement each other. It's visually stimulating. And then they have beautiful women on there that are visually stimulating. And they've got these people with British accents on there. So you're like, oh, this can't possibly be affiliated with Russia. It's about it's English people. There's they're from England. That's they hate Russia, right? In England, and it's Americans on this station. We hate Russia in America, don't we? Oh wait, we got a president that loves Russia, who's married to a Russian. Okay, she's not Russian, but she's she's got an accent. Man, did you hear her talk? She's got an accent. Cool. And then there's the uh, the whole Russian collusion thing. So it's it's just weird that we this world in which we live, and that's a song by Wang Chung, where Wang Chung actually says the S word. They actually cuss on that song that you can find on the Everybody Wang Chung Tonight album that came out back in the uh, tw- 1920s, 80s, somewhere in there. So the diplomat Rips Tillerson, a U.S. Foreign Service officer, slammed the Trump administration and Secretary of State Rex Tillerson in a letter announcing her departure from the State Department. In the letter, which was first reported by Foreign Policy, you know, I didn't mention on the last show, I was talking about Guy Rizdahl from Marketplace and how he was talking about the fires in L.A., and he hardly mentioned at all the Ventura fires, which are horrendous and, and just heartbreaking. And the place that I lived in for 10 years, I just found out for sure that it burned down. Uh, it was a rental, I, a little duplex I lived in near downtown Ventura. I mean, the, I, I, my heart goes out to you, Venturans, Ventura Countyans. You are, you're going through way, this is worse than anything I ever experienced when I lived there. I lived there for a long time, a big chunk of my life. So. My heart goes out to them, and and uh, I, ugh. So, but back to this story here in the letter, which was first reported by Foreign Policy, uh, th- this from The Hill, Elizabeth Shackelford criticized the administration for the stinging disrespect. She argues it shows the diplomatic core. Okay, that was an odd sentence. Some word got omitted somewhere in that paragraph, but there you go. Tillerson in recent weeks has defended his leadership of the State Department in the face of critics who have pointed to low morale among staff, the hiring freeze, and staff changes. In her letter, Shackelford called on Tillerson to stand up for employees of the State Department and to display leadership and a commitment to our people, our mission, and our mandate as the foreign policy arm of the United States. Uh, so we got the, what, what else here? Um, UN official shocked at the poverty in rural Alabama. Uh, FBI email says Sessions wasn't required to disclose foreign contacts for security clearance. A newly released document shows that the FBI told an aide to Attorney General Jeff Sessions, I'm Jeff Sessions and I talk like this in little phrases and then I stop. Do I use bumper sticker quotations? No, I don't. 
Um, who is this lovely lady? Oh, my, my, my. That's on a security clearance form. Evan Perez is joining us on the phone. Evan, what do you have? Well, Anna, if you remember back uh, a few couple months ago, a few months ago, when we reported that uh, Jeff Sessions had not reported his Russian contacts, his contacts with the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak, on his form uh, for uh, an application for uh, his security clearance, the Justice Department at the time told us that he had been advised by the FBI that he didn't need to list those contacts. And for the first time now, we've seen some documentation that backs up the Justice Department's explanation. And what it says is, is, is that there's an FBI agent who told uh, the, uh, the attorney general's assistant that he didn't have to list it if it was in the course of his uh, doing his government work, his official duties as a government official. This hour, a newly released document. Ah, thank you, CNN. Okay. And that's what RT, the RT channel likes to disprove anything that CNN says. Uh, Haley, the lovely Nikki Haley, not Haley from the Daily Haley that we used to do on this show. The Daily Haley. The almost Daily Haley. And I really need to get caught up with Haley soon. It's been a long time. Been a long time since I talked to Haley. The and in America's national. Oh, look, there's uh, John Dickerson talking to Nikki Haley. Well, first of all, this is a move the American people have asked for for 22 years. And six months ago, the Senate overwhelmingly again um, asked for the embassy to be moved. And I think you have to look at. Oh, that's the Jerusalem thing. So, yeah, she's our U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, the lovely Nikki Haley. She said today, in light of growing number of probes into sexual misconduct against lawmakers, that the time has come to start bringing a conscience to the situation surrounding the treatment of women in the workplace as well as Capitol Hill. When asked what she thinks of the cultural shift taking place in the U.S., Haley said she is incredibly proud of the women who have come forward. I'm proud of their strength. I'm proud of their courage. She said, uh, and Haley's comments come after, you know, Al Frank and John Conyers and Trent Franks. Trent Franks, a Republican, the rest are Democrats. But Trent Franks is actually one of the few Republicans who have sexual uh, uh, misconduct and harassment allegations against them to step down. So Trent Franks of Arizona. Uh, And so in Franken's wake, three senators have called on Trump to resign, to uh, leave. Bernie Sanders, two of his Democratic colleagues have suggested that President Trump should consider resigning after run a sexual harassment. Uh, Accusation scandals have forced Franken out. Um, If Senator Al Franken felt it proper for him to resign, Sanders said in an interview with Meet the Press this morning, referring to the Democrat from Minnesota. Here you have a president who has been accused by many women of assault, who says on a tape that he assaulted women, he might want to think about doing the same, he said. And then let's, oh, the tax plans may give your coworker a better deal than you, says the New York Times. The amount you make may be less important than how you make it. Consider two chefs working side by side for the same catering company, doing the same job for the same hours and the same money. The only difference is that one is an employee, the other an independent contractor. Under the Republican plans, 
One gets a tax break and the other doesn't because for the first time, the United States adopted an income tax. A higher rate would be applied. Oh, since the United States adopted an income tax, a higher rate would be applied to employee wages and salaries than to income earned by proprietors. A higher rate applied to employees than to the owners. Hmm. That's crazy. So it makes sense to own a company. So as a decorator, an artist or a plumber would have a higher rate, higher tax rate than an owner of a decorating business, art shop, or plumbing supply store. So it pays to be an owner. We all need to own things. And then that will be your jab. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we go outside a cafe anyway, where we go outside of there. Somewhere in Podcaster Valley where we have the Mike's Daily Podcast. And the other bit of advice my friend said, my podcast friend said was, Hey, Mike, you should give away stuff on your show. So that's why I'm doing. Mike's Hill Time Personalized MP3 for Yes. So tell me, give me your Christmas greeting, your Christmas hello, a salutation to me, Mike Matthews. And say something, hi, you know, happy holidays or whatever. And then I will return to you an MP3 of filled with all the cafe characters, the cafe anyway characters. You can email me, mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com, or you can call me at 336-MM-DAILY. That's 336-MM-DAILY. I'd like to give you one little bit of tech news. Okay, I'm, I'm scrolling down. I'm scrolling down for the tech news. Where's my tech news? Uh, oh, your child is getting his first smartphone. Read this first. <laughs> it says, uh, ask yourself, is your child old enough for a smartphone? Kids aren't waiting as long to get their first smartphones, according to 2016 study. And it's funny because last night when I was driving home, I saw two little girls walking down the sidewalk and they had their smartphones out clicking away, walking down the side. That's so dangerous. They don't see where they're going. According to a 2016 study from a research firm, Influence Central, the average age for a child getting his or her first smartphone is 10.3 years old, down from 12 in 2012. There's no real consensus among experts on the right age to buy a smartphone. Uh, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates said all three of his kids are waiting until they're 14 to get theirs. Use your phone's parental controls. That's what they suggest here on USA Today. Keep an eye on the app downloads. And the more you know, perhaps the most important thing parents can do is stay informed. Talk to your kids about why they want a phone and how they plan to use it. Next show, we're going to have the wonderful Madame Vega Valentino and Bison Bentley. Thank you for listening to the Super Secrets on their show. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.